educators, Classroom Conversations fans, Classroom Conversations MVPs. Just get ready for some sporty lingo. It's coming. I'm podcast veteran Ashley Mingwasser. Happy to tee up another wonderful episode of Teacher Talk. Classroom Conversations is presented jointly by the Georgia Department of Education and Georgia Public Broadcasting. Welcome to the platform for Georgia's teachers. Let the games begin. Rocky, Rudy, The Blind Side. There's nothing more universally stirring than a sports story featuring an overcomer because we want to win and we want to see athletes with heart surmount tough odds to taste glory. In school sports, every student, regardless of physical ability, can be an athlete with adapted sports or wheelchair sports. And that's the subject of our conversation today. For students with disabilities, we'll hear how the American Association of Adapted Sports Program in Georgia is benefiting them, providing small and large moments of glory. Uh Uh-oh, I've got two sharks circling me in studio today. Representing Houston County's adapted sports team, the Sharks, are coaches Christy Jones and Anna Hendry. Christy is a special ed teacher and itinerant teacher serving students with physical disabilities throughout Houston County. And Anna Hendry teaches K-5 PE and Health at Langston Road Elementary in Perry, Georgia. Welcome, Christy and Anna. How are you guys? Doing Doing great. great. Thank you. you. What is your personal connection to sports? We'll start with you, Anna. Well, I teach... Like you said, um, kindergarten through fifth grade PE, and so I get to see the kids on a certain level of you know activity in the classroom, and then I get to t- coach with the sharks, so that connects me. I also have kids that I have that from my school that are on the team, so that has been a, a fun part of coaching so far. That is nice. And where does the interest in sports come from? Your background? Well, <laughs> um, growing up in a very small spot in South Georgia. Mm-hmm. We that's that was our go-to. We played sports. My parents did make me play because I was so shy, but I learned to enjoy more of it when I got to coach once I got out of college. So this is this, the Sharks is my thing. And here you are. You've here chosen coaching and education. Christy, mm-hmm. what is your personal connection to sports? Uh, very similar to Anna. Um, living in a small town, grew up and that gave me my socialization, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just being a part of a team and feeling like a part of a family. And so coming into adapted sports, we've made a family for our players. And, you know, and um, I started out coaching able body sports. I coached fast pitch softball and soccer at the middle school I was a counselor at before I became a special ed teacher. And um, so and then I transferred over to adapted sports. Wow. Okay. Well, I want to hear about you and your own lives. So maybe a couple of stats on each of you. Christy, you first. Give me two cool stats about you and your life. Uh, Coaching-wise, um, we our program has won 31 state championships in 15 years. That's incredible. Um, and before I started adapted sports, I actually coached. I was selected to coach a World Games softball team uh, for the Georgia Special Olympics, and I was able to go and participate against other countries. Oh, and that's incredible. And my team uh, won a gold medal there. Oh, my gosh, Christy. Uh, gold medalist yeah. in the studio. Where Where was that competition? It was in 1996 when the Olympics were in Atlanta. Okay. Um, we actually held our World Games in North Carolina. So incredible. we got to travel there. Wow, congratulations. Anna, what are two stats about you? Oh, goodness. Um, well, this is my 31st year teaching, and... 
I have been with the Sharks for six years, and I was excited to be pulled on by Christy and one of our other coaches, Stephen Robertson. And they so, recruited you. That sort of kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, but it's been a it's been a fun ride. Good, only a fun ride. What uh, are the actual adapted sports that you teach in your county? We do handball, basketball, and football in that order. Handball in the fall, followed by we're in basketball right now, and then football will start even next week for JV. Incredible. So. Uh, some of our athletes actually participate in um, on their track teams at their schools, and they can do wheelchair or ambulatory, which is our athletes that stand can stand and run. Um, they have those divisions now at the GHSA level. What is your favorite to coach, and what is your students' favorite to play? My favorite to coach is basketball because I love the strategy of the game, the excitement they get into. Um, their favorite, hands down, probably is football because <laughs> they get to bang around and, and um, just really have fun and, and learn new verbiage and terminology and everything. So they really like to hit. I'll be honest. I think they like to bang around in all three sports. All yeah. sports, Anna <laughs> so, says. But um, I think that my favorite to coach is handball, although I knew nothing about it when I started. And um, I think I'm more knowledgeable with basketball, but I think just coming in with something new and learning a new sport was makes it fun for me. Describe handball. Handball is sort of soccer-esque. They have a, a goal similar to soccer that they have to score in, and they can use their feet as long as they don't touch the floor, but they... Um, pass the that, ball. Pass the ball. They Dribble pass and pass, ball. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Describe the makeup of the Sharks, the team. What age? What grades? We are lucky. We're one of the only systems in the state right now that has two teams. We have a JV and a varsity. So our JV uh, has as young as the second grade and goes to ninth grade. And our varsity has ninth through 12th graders. Okay. And how many on your team, Anna? We have 12 on each team right now. Okay. And they play each other? No. they. We have a the JV division and they have the varsity division. So Excellent. Tell me about what other counties or school systems you guys can compete against, because I was surprised to learn this isn't in all 159 of Georgia counties, but it sounds like it could be. And we'll talk more about that. But what counties have have these programs? Um, There's ours, Houston County. There's Muskogee. There's Troop. There's DeKalb, Gwinnett, Atlanta City, and Clayton. And the Middle Georgia Risa is bringing on a new team. Griffin Risa in the Henry County area. Do they have a mascot as cool as the Sharks? We're the coolest. Of course. Absolutely. Naturally. But no, they're Georgia Storm uh, is the Risa team. Uh, That's good. Gwinnett Heat, Clayton Eagles, Muskogee Lions, uh, DeKalb Silver Streaks. Atlanta uh, Atlanta Public Schools are the Wolfpack. The Wolfpack. That was my high school mascot when I went to Buford. How are adapted sports different from Special Olympics, or are they? They are different in that our athletes have physical disabilities, but not the necessarily the cognitive issues, the um, intellectual disabilities. Um, our students are actually eligible to move on and play at the college level. We've had five wow. of our athletes go to college on scholarship to play um, at uh, Minnesota, Minnesota and Arizona. Arizona. Oh, Actually, the one that went to Arizona, she also 
tried out for the um, Paralympics. Paralympics and was an alternate one what, year. What did she play? Basketball. 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 Well, she played all three, but it was basketball yeah. for Paralympics. For her scholarship. And mm-hmm. must these students be wheelchair users for the duration of their day to participate in adapted sports? No. they. If you saw our team... They walk in, most of them walk into the gym for practice and walk out just like we would. But uh, we have four who are in wheelchairs most of the day, if not all day. So then why participate on a on an adapted sports team? Well, they do have medical conditions that affect either their bones or their muscles that prevents them from playing with able-bodied peers. So um, to make the like. To make the playing field level for everyone, that's why we play in wheelchairs. Um, because we have students that are amputees. We have students that are, have muscular dystrophy, cerebral palsy, um, scoliosis, which causes the leg length difference. Um, so everyone is equal if we put them in a chair. Brilliant. So. Starting from the ground, you know, the same, right. like you said, the same foundation. Mm-hmm. How does your teaching area intersect with adapted sports? I'm an orthopedic impaired teacher for my county, um, so I get to meet basically every one of my students that I work with. I recruit. Look to at come that. To of course team. you do, Chris. You're um, all building your roster. <laughs> but it, it also, it, the great part about our program is because a lot of our students, they're spread out over our county. It's not one just one school. Um, so a lot of our students would never cross paths without having the sport. And so it helps me in that. Um, it builds a network and the students help each other. They support each other. Hey, I'm having a hard time in this class keeping my notes because of a physical disability. And here's another student that goes, I did this. This is how I got around that. So their solution sharing is part of this they, little community. Absolutely. And, um, you know, our, our team is problem solvers. Usually when I go into a classroom, uh, one of my kiddos will go, hey, I'm having a problem with this, but I think this might help me. So they've mm-hmm. already figured it out. And, and giving each other that support and the family network there. Anna, so. teaching PE and health, how does that intersect with adapted sports? A lot of my kids come in and everything's fine. Um, I have had some kids that have the orthopedic issues, and I have been able to call Christy and say, hey, I've got this kid, or I've been able to call one of our other coaches who is our adaptive PE teacher and say, come in and look at this kid with me and help me figure out what to you do. Right now I have a kid who is not able to participate in PE because of an orthopedic issue. And we got his um, medical um, statement changed to be in a wheelchair or one of our sports chairs while he participates in PE. So without that, he would have been several, several months with without any physical activity. And um, his family's so excited that he may be one of our future sharks. Oh, so. <laughs> look at that. Always recruiting. I love that. What sets this program apart? Uh, AAASP. You guys have been in it for a while. Why do you think it works so well? We're the only type of uh, program like this in the nation as far as being in the school system. Um, it's an interscholastic framework. Um, ASP and GHSA work very closely together to provide training for coaches, training for officials. Um, they give us our schedules. Um, they actually, ASP actually helped us get our foundation grant to buy the wheelchairs and buy the equipment. Um, because wheelchairs are, they're three to $4,000 a piece. Expensive. And, yeah. yeah. And so they, I started as an official 20 years ago. And then I moved into coaching and helping get the program started in Warner Robins. 
um, and through just being around the the ASP personnel and getting trained and, and, and everything really helped our program grow. And let's be honest, she was the mastermind behind the Sharks. Honestly. Is that true, Christy? I was one of the starters, yes. <laughs> one of the starters. starters. Congratulations so. on all you've accomplished with this. It's an inimitable program, as you pointed out. Now you've got other counties following suit, probably because of the benefits. So let's transition to that. What mm-hmm. does this program mean for, for the students participating? I think like any kid, many of them wanted to participate on a regular team. Right. And this gives them the opportunity to get off the sideline and into the game like our uh, logo is. And so um, it's just fun to see them be a part of something that they thought they may never be a part of. And here they are. And go so far with it. How is it benefiting them, Christy? Just that network like we talked about, supporting each other, giving them a family, being a part of a team. Um, You see their confidence and their independence, and you see the parents look at them in a different light. Oh, I didn't Um, think about that. You know, because when they a lot of our athletes are born with medical issues and so they see them as their fragile baby and then they get out there and they start playing and, and having fun and competing It's very competitive. Um, and, and they get to see their child like that, like every other child in their county. Um, our students earned their uh, letterman's jacket, just like their peers in their client in their school. They've. We have five championship rings. Um, but to get a ring, they have to win all three sports in a season. Right. We, oh, we decided to set a little challenge for ourselves. There you go. Um, but, you know, and to see that when the print, our system is so supportive, the principals, the administration, the board office, um, you know, when they win a championship, they get recognized at the board office. When they win a game, the principals are talking about it over the intercom system, just like the football team or the track, you know, and, and so they get recognized and they're recognized as athletes. And so that pride of being a shark just translates through everything that they do. You want to be a triple threat and win three sports. Those are some pretty lofty athletic goals. How is this affecting their academic success? Well, just like any other athlete in our county, they have to pass to play. If, if your grades are going down, then um, you you are benched basically yeah. and, and it helps us because we hold them accountable you, you know if you're going to be a shark you this is where our expectations are and um we we've, we've had several parents um tell us that that it improved their attendance in school it improved their grades and just being a part of that family of the adaptive sports has helped them tremendously right to, to use a shark pun, they've got their teeth in it now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything to add to that, Anna? No, I'm just beyond the academics. I think even just sh- being respectful to everybody, including family members and team members and everything, you know, it all draws together. And I think when we as a team and a group of coaches, a group of athletes and a group of parents that are working together, it's going to, uh, you know, be positive and have a positive impact on their academics and every other part of their lives. What is the impact on the school as a whole from participating in something like this? I would say at my school, we have three athletes that um, are my students, and um, they're always wearing their swag, as you say. And, uh, you know, they love to talk about their games and their wins, and they've done an incredible job during basketball right now. But um, when 
they start talking it up. I have other students coming. Hey, how can I get on your team? How can I get on it? And I was like, well, we'll, we'll see if you qualify. So it's been fun to to see that and kids, and they want to be a part of a, a winning a winning team. Does anything happen to the culture of the school as a result of an adapted sports program? Honestly, it's it's our system wide. It's not just one school, mm-hmm. um, but the awareness of. Okay, you see someone that may be a, a wheelchair user during the day, don't make assumptions that they can't do something. Ah. And um, as far as our community, our community supports us, too. And, you know, they know who the sharks are and, and recognize us. But the school system and the, the teachers in the schools, they the awareness of, hey, this this young man's an athlete. He can go further. I need to push him. I don't need to make that assumption because he's in a wheelchair that he can't do something. Um, and, and I think that's our biggest victory there. I think one of the f- most fun things that we have done, other than just coach, period, was our um, our game, our fundraiser games where yes. we have the Sharks and Minnows. And then we've even played against the Megan Mayhem, the hockey team. Oh, yeah. And, uh, They're they, incredible. They would come in and they would be, you know, they would have their chairs. And it, it's almost like you could see on their faces, okay, were these professional athlete guys and <laughs> we, we need to you know, take it easy on these kids and then they're like oh my goodness you know we let them score four us. points <laughs> so and then with the um sharks and minnows game we have um administrators from the board office come in and some principals and they'll play against the kids and uh, several of the kids have had fun flipping them out of chairs yeah <laughs> so it's just it's good it's a good family like the sports movies I mentioned in the introduction, we all love an inspiring story. I'm sure each of you has one in the annals that you can think of. Can you share at least one of your inspiring success stories with us? Well, we have this player right now. This She's an up-and-coming great athlete. I mean, she's going to be good. And um, she's, she's still young with us. But um, she has had to sit out some of basketball because she had to have surgery. Mm. And... Um, we're always getting tickled at all the kids, but her mom said um, when she was coming out of her anesthesia and her doctor was trying to talk to her, he was like, are you okay? She goes, when can I get back to practice? So <laughs> That's the first like, thing she Whoop. said. So, <laughs> so when? She's, it's all good. She's hooked too. Do you have a story, Christy? Um, my story is a young man. He was in the eighth grade and um, super athlete, able-bodied athlete. Played football, baseball, basketball, um, and in the eighth grade, he had a stroke, mm. and it just changed his life overnight. That he went from being able to run and walk with everybody to not being able to use the left side of his body overnight. And um, his and the, the interesting thing was, my dad was actually in the hospital, and his grandmother was my nurse, or, or his nurse, not my nurse, and. Um, I had left and my dad was talking to her, telling her what I did. And she goes, oh, my God, I need to talk to her. Really? And because he was going through a great depression, um, they really were worried that he was suicidal um, because he missed out on the sports and being a part of a team. And um, he came, tried out for a team, uh, turned out to be one of our best athletes, (laughs) um, did everything one handed. He was amazing. Um, and he's gone on, he's graduated, he's working, he has a family now. He wow. comes back to the games and lets me see his little girl and his grandmother still stays in touch with me. And um, it, it changed his life. That is inspiring. 
talk about an overcomer. Mm-hmm. Are there any barriers to participation in this? If so, what are they? The limited amount of teams we have right now in Georgia, we're hoping that they'll it'll grow. Um, ASP has grants to help anybody um, start a team, any any county that's interested in starting a team. Um, you know, we we fundraise to buy our equipment and and that's really the biggest barrier is getting funding right. on that. To get the wheelchairs. And, mm-hmm. and just to get the word out, period, we have yeah. been had the opportunity to present at a couple of the PE conferences, the um, Georgia Shape Conference in Athens and the Share the Wealth Conference in uh, Jekyll. And the schools have been very receptive. A lot of the colleges, we would love to get into some of them to, you know, teach those PE teachers and, and educators what we do and hopefully it would trickle down from there and and we could get some more teams in the state because we really really need them and Georgia is you know we we keep saying you know this state this state this state has a an adaptive program in on the college level Georgia needs one right Georgia needs one somewhere I mean to borrow a popular athletic company slogan just do it just do it it doesn't yes, it doesn't it feels like just just getting it in place is, is the biggest part because you've shared with us today how beneficial this can be so what is your final rallying cry for parents for teachers for school systems to to not wait to start this immediately to get in the game i would say if you haven't seen any of our games come out there you go and just you know be a part of it our games are free for admission except for the state basketball championship in macon in two weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> well they're out winning championships somebody's <laughs> gonna pay for those rings so uh but i think if they could just come out and watch a game they would be hooked i was hooked at the first banquet i went right after they asked me to coach and to just see these kids you know talk to each other and and be thankful that they are part of the team and this is their family. It, I mean, if the parents could see that, they couldn't turn back. What do you say to folks listening? It is one of the most rewarding things I've done in my life um, and, and life-changing for me and, and my athletes. And, um, you know, I would love to see the program go around the state and just give every, everyone deserves an opportunity to do anything they want to do. And, you know, playing athletic or playing in the team or, or being a part of it, just being a manager um, just is life-changing for some students. And I think anybody should have that door open for them. Here, here. Well, I know I'm going to go to a game. Uh, I'd like to ask where I can get some shark swag. I will mail you some. I would be interested <laughs> in that so I can come to the game. Thanks yeah. for having a ball with us today, Christy and Anna. Really Thank appreciate so it. You two are a true alley-oop for Houston County. Hope they know that. Educators, just one more episode left, and we hope that this has been a winning season for you. Before the buzzer sounds, I want to remind you of this. You're a great teacher. I'm Ashley. Come back next week for our finale as I retire my season three jersey. Goodbye for now. Funding for Classroom Conversations is made possible through the School Climate Transformation Grant. 